0: hide from me Though I know that you
1: are truly there everywhere
0: Still and all I cannot see you Don't hide from me It's been so long since last I saw you
1: smile Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't hide from me the promise you would take my hand.
1: Silbiger Show on the True Talk Radio Network. Get in on the conversation. Call 1 877 669 1292.
2: And welcome to a special edition of The Howie Silbiger Show. Right here on the True Talk Radio Network, my name is Howie Sobiger, and I figured since we're all in quarantine and, uh, and everything is closed and everybody's home, I might as well just jump back on here again and talk to you for another hour or so about, uh, about life. Uh, look, we could talk about the coronavirus all you want, and we could, we could go over all the stats and all the government warnings and everything else, and we could come to the same conclusion. We must be responsible. This is the conclusion we have to come to. We must be responsible. We must, we must distance ourselves from other people. We must stay home as much as possible and not spread the virus because we don't know who has the virus and who does not have the virus. And because we're not sure who has it and who doesn't have it, we must stay home. We must uh, separate ourselves. We must protect the vulnerable We must protect the elderly and the vulnerable. And we must uh, follow the instructions of our various governments. Now, I know know a lot of people are, are, are very wary. They say to me, Howie, Howie, how could you say we have to follow the instructions of the government? What if this is a plot? Guy told me this yesterday. This is a government plot to control the population. And the government released this virus on purpose in order to, control the economy and control the population. In fact, he told me, uh, if, you, if you really take a look at what's going on in the world, he says, uh, once they put everyone into quarantine in Europe, they're sending 37,000 American troops out to Europe to take over the country. And I looked at the guy and I said, what, what if this is just a virus that got out of hand? What if this is a virus that could kill people? Uh, shouldn't we heed the call of the government and believe that people are dying and believe that people are getting extremely sick. Now, where the virus came from is irrelevant at this point. Whether it came from a government lab in, in, uh, in China, whether it was biological warfare or really just a virus that got out of hand, that is completely irrelevant. What is relevant right now is the saving of lives. What is relevant right now is the protection of human life. That's what's relevant. What governments do and what governments didn't do, we could fight about that after the virus is defeated. After we killed the virus, we could talk about the government, we could talk about where it came from, and all the conspiracy, uh, all, all the conspiracy theorists could come out, all the people with, uh, with tinfoil on their heads could come out and say whatever they want. But right now we have to focus on keeping people safe. And how do we keep people safe? We follow the government directives. We stay Home. We don't communi- we, we communicate, but we don't, uh, we don't hang out with people. We, we stay in small groups, and we follow the instructions of our leaders, and we trust that our leaders are looking out for our best interest. That's what we have to do right now. We, w- right now is not the time to rebel. Right now is not the time to go out and party. Right now is not the time to hold weddings and bar mitzvahs and all that stuff. Right now is the time to, to take a step back and realize that you're as you're as at risk as I am. And in order to protect ourselves and everybody around us and our loved ones, we have to be cautious. This is what we have to do. Now, I know young people are saying, I can't unfortunately put myself in the category of young people anymore, but young people are saying, hey, listen, uh, who cares? Let's go out and party. I want to drink. I want to go to a bar. Who cares what's happening? No, no, no. <laughs> You're just at as risk as I am. And if you get the virus, fine, you might survive it. If I get the virus, I might survive it. But if your grandparents get the virus, or my parents get the virus, they will not survive it. That's what we have to be thinking about right now. That's what we have to be thinking about right now. So to say uh, I'm selfish and I want me, 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 because I know we are living in the me generation, where me, me, me is the only thing that counts in this generation... Uh thinking about me, me, me is not the solution. Not the solution at all. If you want to get in on the conversation, give me a call. 1-877-669-1292. That's 1-877-669-1292. Get in on the conversation. Um you could, if you're watching on Facebook or on Twitter or on uh YouTube, you could just uh message in the in the chat room, in the uh, in the message box and it'll pop up here on my screen. I'll be able to see it, I'll be able to read it and respond to it. Uh take part in the conversation. Let's uh let's talk about this. What are you doing to pass the time? I mean I'm I'm sitting at home. Uh everywhere I work has shut down. There is nothing open. And I I'm sitting at home. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get paid. I don't know uh, when I'll be able to get back to work. Uh this radio station, this show has not made me any money, so uh I um I I don't know how I am going to pay my bills, and this is this is a big concern for me. Uh, I will uh, I will continue to try to pay my bills, and when I run out of money, I run out of money. But we are um, but we're at that point. We're at that point in this where where it's critical that we kill this thing before it gets way out of hand. Uh, Thousands and thousands of people have died already as a result of this virus, and if you uh, if you look at Italy, Italy is an interesting case. Because the virus ramped up in Italy early, and the Italian government decided to sacrifice their old people to save their young people. So anyone over the age of 70 in Italy is not getting getting a ventilator, it's not getting any kind of medical treatment. Not that there's much you could do for this disease, but they're not getting any medical treatment at all, and they're just being left to die. I hope we don't get to that point in North America. I hope we don't get to the point where the government has to decide who's to live and who's to die. It's a very scary prospect when you think about it. It's, it's a horrifically scary process. Prospect. And not a prospect, not, not anything I, I, I wish upon anyone. Not upon you, not upon me, not upon my worst enemy. I do not wish this upon anybody. But here we are. The coronavirus is getting out of hand. The government is clamping down on people because they want us to separate and they want us to not spread the virus to each other and we are living in a in a state of uh, i'd say that most people are living in a state of fear i'm personally not living in a state of fear i um i have complete faith in god and i have complete faith in god's plan and i uh, i understand i understand the medical implications i understand the uh, the, the the problems that arise from this virus and uh, i believe in uh, i believe in uh, in divine destiny which means that uh, if i'm if I am uh, one of the selected ones to get the virus, I will get the virus regardless if I self-isolate, I don't self-isolate. Uh, I'll get it. So this is, what I, this is what I believe. I will not put myself into danger or my family into danger. I will not expose myself unnecessarily to uh, people who are infected by this virus or who are potentially infected by this virus. But I understand that uh, it's not my choice, and I will... Um, and I will have to live by the will of the Lord, so this 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 is what I believe in. Now, a lot of people don't believe in that, and that's fine. Uh, you are not obligated to believe in what I believe in. Nobody's obligated to believe in what I believe in. Uh, but we we must, as humans, take as many precautions as we can, in order to avoid getting this virus, in order to avoid uh, attaining um, attaining the status of statistic. I do not want to be a statistic. I want to be a human being. And uh, so I will do my best to uh, quarantine myself as much as possible. I mean, I'll go out to shop and I'll go out to um, to shop for necessities. I'm not going to go out to furlessly shopping, but I'm going to go out to shop for necessities. I mean, we still need food. We still need stuff. So I will go out and buy stuff, stuff that I need. But other than that, I'll pretty much stay away from people for the next little while. Um, this, I do not... Think I'm uh, I'm I'm exposing you or me to anything by doing this? I'm in my closed studio and um, and the studio has restricted access, so uh, I, I am a hundred percent sure that nothing in the studio is infected. And you watching me at home is not going to infect you, and you're not going to affect me. So this is the way we we can hang out, kind of like this. This is the way we could uh, we could hang out, we could chat, we could talk like this, because uh, I think I think it's important that we talk and that we uh, and that we. And uh, and uh, we, we spend some time together. Because a lot of people, by the way, you know, living uh, living through this are, are lonely. They're they're living at home and they're they're living alone, and uh, they are um, they are lonely and they don't know what to do. So this gives them this gives them uh, a break. I mean, thank God for, th- thank God, thank God for, um, thank God for uh, this kind of technology. This kind of technology helps people. And I'm appreciative of these platforms that allow this, this kind of communication. I invite you to call in. I invite you to take part in uh, this conversation. Number to call, one That's one We can talk about Corona. We can talk about anything you want to talk about. Uh, I'll leave the floor open to you. Uh, you know, we've, we might be coroned out a little bit. Um, so maybe you want to talk about something else. If that's the case, the, the floor is open to you. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about anything you want to talk about. I, I'm good with that. So uh, just feel free to give me a call. one 669 We'll take a little break. When we come back, the Howie Silberger Show continues right here on the True Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back.
0: sky there lived a mighty king who loved his nation lost below they had wandered far and wide searching for a way to return and watching helplessly tried to To their hearts, the only answer is not a road or a path that you must find All I need to hear are the words to you as one, and standing hand in hand, we're growing stronger, look now, you can see how far we've come, just believe in us, hear the word.
1: This is the Howie Silbiger Show on the True Talk Radio Network. Call 1 669 1292.
2: And welcome back to the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Number to call, one 669 1292 That's one 669 1292 to get in on the conversation. I appreciate you uh, tuning in. I appreciate you joining me for this special edition of the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on Twitter, if you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate you tuning in. If you are listening on this stream on the True Talk Radio Network stream. I appreciate you doing that. Uh, You can always download the True Talk Radio app, True Talk Radio Network app, uh, on your favorite app store, and the uh, network app, the True Talk Radio Network app, will give you access to all of True Talk Radio's programming. So it's not only the Howie Silberger Show. There's a lot more to True Talk Radio than just me. It's true. It's true. As much as I hate to admit it, there is a lot more to the radio station than me. We, uh, we air a full line of programming, 24 hours of programming, in fact. Uh, feel free to check out truetalkradio.com and, uh, and look at the schedule there. We have a lot of stuff to offer, and uh, now that you have a lot of time on your hands, maybe, uh, maybe you want to check us out. And, of course, if you like what you hear and you like what you see, feel free to uh, support us on Patreon. www.patreon.com slash howies. That's uh, the Patreon page. Feel free to uh to help us out and to uh, to um to support us on Patreon it is a um it, it is very expensive to run this radio station and uh i i foot the bill i don't i don't mind footing the bill but the help would would come in handy so uh if you could help us out at all support us on patreon www.patreon.com/howies uh once i see people start um, start supporting us we'll 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 add some um we'll add some uh, goodies to patreon some stuff that uh that you won't get uh, if you're not a Patreon supporter. Right now, uh, we don't have very much on Patreon, so uh, we're, we're not putting the effort into it. But I will put the effort into it once I see people going to Patreon and supporting us. All right, I'm Howie Silberger. This is The Howie Silberger Show. TrueTalkRadio.com is the website. And uh, I do appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we were talking a little bit about Corona. We'll talk a little bit about anything you want. Uh, feel free to call in one eight seven seven six six nine one two nine two. 669 1292 That's one eight seven seven six six nine. 669 one two nine two. That's the number to call to get in on a conversation. We'll take your calls live if you call in. I um, I I've been I've been doing a lot of things in my life. Uh, most of you who who have watched or listened to the show for a while know that I'm a school teacher. I, I also work at um, at various events, and um, one of the events I worked at, uh, two events this week, uh, were two weddings. And you're and you're and you're probably looking at the screen or listening to me and saying what 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 do you mean weddings who's getting married in the middle of a pandemic who who would get married while corona's out there and uh, there are people who have been uh, who have had weddings in the last couple of days and I asked a question and I continue to ask the question as to how this this could happen not that I'm not that I'm upset about making money working at these things not that I'm upset about the paycheck I'm not uh i'm just curious that uh, there there are a lot of a lot of people a lot of uh leaders in our community who have said that by uh, by limiting uh, prayer services by limiting um by limiting uh, gatherings and in fact it's become law you're not allowed to gather uh by by doing this uh, you 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 are saving lives you are you are not transmitting disease or allowing other people to transmit the disease and therefore you are potentially saving lives which is a Honorable thing to do. And I agree that we should be saving as many lives as possible and all of us should be responsible in, in trying to save as many lives as possible. So the question is, then, how do these weddings, how, how, how are we allowing these things to happen? Uh, I, I'm told by a good source that these are not not going to happen now, starting now. But what if uh, in the last couple of days when there were, there were multiple weddings over, over, over the last few days in various different venues... Uh, what what happens if you know the two three hundred people that were at these events were infected by one person at the event, which is possible? Then the, well, you know who's responsible for that. And, and when we know that this disease is spreading like wildfire, we know that this disease is killing people. How do we allow these mass gatherings to happen? How do we allow people to 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 dictate above the authorities and the health authorities? that they want to have an event when we know the potential of what could happen. God forbid it happened, and I'm, I'm, I'm praying that nobody got infected at these, these events, and these events went off okay, and everybody was happy, blah, blah, blah. But what if that happened, hypothetically speaking? God forbid it should, but hypothetically speaking, what if that happened? Then, we have, uh, then, we, then, then we've infected our community for no reason, just to have a party. And this is what bothers me about, about the way our community and the way some of the people in our community have reacted to this virus. I, um, I was speaking to, uh, to, to somebody else who was telling me that their, uh, their 90-year-old parent was still going out shopping and still running around the city doing their, uh, doing their thing. They said, I survived the concentration camp. I'm not scared of this virus. Well, yeah, you might have survived the concentration camp. But, I mean, you're not going to step in front of a moving bus either. So if we're being told that this virus is dangerous, especially to old people, if we're being told that this virus is undetectable, so you could be getting it from somebody that you don't even know has it, and if we're being told that the best way to, to, to flatten the curve is to stay home, and for older people, older people, to not go out, why roll the dice? Why play Russian roulette? Why not just listen? There are plenty of places out there that will deliver groceries, plenty of places that will deliver fruits and vegetables. Anything you want could be delivered. You don't have to go out and expose yourself. But people do. People are stubborn. People are stubborn. People are mules. And this is what they, uh, they, you know, no one's going to tell me what I can do and what I can't do. And so people are running out and they're doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Now, you're always going to have a certain percentage of people doing stuff like that. I mean, this is, uh, it's inevitable. Anytime you have a government regulation telling you you can't do something, there'll always be the rebels out there saying, oh, you're telling me I can't do it? I could do it. No problem. Don't you tell me what I can't do? You're infringing on my rights. But in cases where, where infringing on your rights might save your life, maybe we should say thank you for infringing on my rights. Thank you for giving me perspective. Thank you for putting a second perspective into play for me. I, I appreciate that. Maybe we should be saying that instead of rebelling and saying, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. You're not going to tell me what I have to do. I survived this far in life, and I'm going to keep surviving It's the wrong attitude. It is not an attitude that you should um, that you should uh, you should continue with because you're putting yourself and you're putting other people in danger, even your loved ones are being put into danger by your stubbornness so while it is not pleasant to be told to stay home and to not go out and to, to do what you're doing, uh, to continue uh, to. To, to be housebound, it is definitely not pleasant. Nobody likes being told to stay home. If that's what you're told to do, then that's really what we should be doing. And I'm not one to say that uh, you know, government infringing on our private rights is something that, uh, that, I, that I approve of. But at the same time, I'm not one to say let's go out and try to kill ourselves either. Because that would be ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And we shouldn't be doing that. One eight seven seven six six nine one two nine two 669 1292 is the number to call. One eight seven seven six six nine one two nine two. 669 1292 This is the Howie Silbiger Show. We are heard live on the True Talk Radio Network. We are live-streamed on Facebook. Uh, we are live-streamed on Periscope and YouTube. And uh, and we, we always invite you, I always invite you to call in. one 877 1292 The show is a lot more fun when I am um, when I am talking to people, it's a lot more fun. It's uh, it's a lot less fun uh, just talking to myself. Uh, I, I don't mind ranting. I, I'm very good at it. Uh, but it's a lot less fun just talking to myself. It's a lot more fun when you call in. So give me a call. 1-877-669-1292. Uh, what else is going on? The Canadian government uh, has uh, shut down the border. The American government has shut down the border between Canada and the U.S. It was a mutual decision. The Canadian government, you see, it was mutual. The Canadian government made decision yesterday. The American government made decision today, Uh therefore, was mutual. Um, the uh, the border is closed to for non-essential travel. I don't know what essential travel would consist of., uh, what would be essential travel in middle of an epidemic? i'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure what travel would require somebody to put themselves at risk. Uh, so that I means stay put. Uh, there is also uh, – it's still also open for trade, so I guess essential travel would be trade, would be truck drivers driving back and forth. That would my, – my guess for essential travel. Um, and uh, the, the, the border is open for trade. Uh, the food supplies, I, a lot of people are worried. They've been hoarding food and they've been hoarding toilet paper for some odd reason. Uh, the food supplies and the toilet paper supplies are stable. We don't have to worry about food and we don't have to worry about toilet paper. The, uh, the manufacturers of food and the manufacturers of toilet paper said there will be no shortage, so there is absolutely zero reason to run out to buy toilet paper, and zero reason to hoard food. The supermarkets are staying open. Uh, just, just, just take a chill pill, as they say, and um, and relax, because uh, overreacting and jumping up and down and screaming and yelling, and having fist fights in supermarkets is not going to solve any problems. It's just going to cause more problems. So keep calm. Keep calm. Even throughout all this, the food supply chain is still working. We are, we are not likely to lose uh, to lose access to food. This is what we're told. Now, I can only believe what I'm told. I can't, I can't, make, I can't make up stuff. I'm not going to make up stuff. This is what we're told. This is what uh, we're told. Don't worry about it. The food supply chain is there. Even if we are confined to our homes, which I think is going to happen, by the way. I think it's going to be like Italy. We're going to be confined to our homes probably starting next week or a week and a half. They're going to tell us, you got to stay home Uh, and only leave for essentials like like grocery shopping. Uh, Even if that happens, we have to understand that the food supply chains are there. So hoarding food is not going to be, uh, is not, it's not necessary. We're not living in Venezuela. Unless you are living in Venezuela, then hoard as much food as you want. I'm Howie Silberger. This is the Howie Silberger Show. Give me a call, 1-877-669-1292. That's 1-877-669-1292. We will take a little break. When we come back, the Howie Silberger Show continues right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Feel free to call in once again, 1-877-669-1292.
1: Get you higher, get you through the door, come to your rhythm messiahs, we're what you- you so long. show on the true talk radio network talk to howie call 1-877-669-1292
2: And welcome back to the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. My name is Howie Silberger. Give me a call. 1-877-669-1292 is the number to call. one 669 uh, We're talking about uh, Corona. We're talking about uh, whatever you want to talk about, really. Uh, you could feel free to type into the chat box. And if you're watching on Facebook or on Twitter or on, um, on YouTube, Feel free to just uh, type into the chat box, and it'll pop up here on my screen. And uh, feel free to be part of the Howie Silberger Show experience. It's, uh, it's very interesting. So I want to get off this coronavirus thing. We, we talked about it, and if you want to continue talking about it, you can call me. You can ask me questions. We could talk about it some more. Uh, but let's, let's get off this for a little while. I want to talk about um, the leftist reaction to uh, Donald Trump and his, um, and his response to Corona. So when, when Corona first started, uh, you know, I know people are attacking Fox News constantly, and it, it kind of makes me laugh a little bit because they were the first ones to report on Corona. I saw, I watched CNN, I watched Fox, I watched MSNBC, I watched, I watched a lot of the different networks, and Fox News was the first one to report on Corona, and this was months and months and months ago. And they, they, they warned that the world was, uh, the Americans were too busy trying to impeach Donald Trump to pay attention to this virus that was, that was, uh, that was coming out. And uh, <laughs> there, there's video clips to prove this, by the way. So if you, if you don't believe me, and please don't, look it up. There are video clips to prove this, that they were the first ones to warn the people that the government wasn't paying enough attention. They were too busy, um, they were too busy trying to impeach Donald Trump to pay attention to uh, this coronavirus outbreak. And that's why the American reaction was so slow. And when Donald Trump stopped Chinese people from coming to the United States, in January, he was called a racist by the leftists, by the Democrats and the leftists. They called him a racist and a xenophobe for stopping Chinese people from coming in. Even though in China, the, uh, the virus had started to spread. And they continue to call him a racist and a xenophobe. I wonder if they still think he's a racist and a xenophobe for doing that today. He was one of the first government, he was the first government in North America to take any action. The Canadian government has been pretty impotent when it came to taking action against the coronavirus. So, let's, let's be honest here. Uh, Trump has been pretty good. Francois Legault in Quebec has been pretty good in response to the virus. Donald Trump in the States has been pretty good in the response to the virus. In, in taking the right precautions to keep people safe. We, we, can't, we can't overlook this. Okay, he might be a jerk. You might hate him for many things. But you have to give the man credit for what he does right. I don't like Francois Legault in Quebec because uh, he's a xenophobe. Uh, he, and, uh, and he passed xenophobic laws. I, I don't like that. But in the case of the coronavirus and what he has done in Quebec to counter this virus, he has done an excellent job. So although his Bill 21, which stops me from teaching in public schools, is a crappy law all around, and I I oppose that law with my whole heart and soul, what he's done to counter this virus has been very good. He's been a very strong leader. So with every leader, you have good and bad. Unfortunately, the Democrats and the leftists only point out the bad. They, they, they never acknowledge the good. And that is the problem with our world today in general, that we don't acknowledge the good, we only look at the bad. And I find myself, by the way, I'm as guilty as that as anyone else, I find myself on this show um, always, always focusing on the negative aspect of things, never focusing on the positive. So maybe, maybe eight, eight, nine years ago, maybe even longer than that, maybe 10 or 11 years ago, uh, I had a co-host on the show, Rabbi Shlomo Man, and we had uh, decided one day that uh, we were going to come into the studio and we were going to we were going to only do good news stories. Now, on the average night, when we were on AM, and we, had, we were on AM radio, and the average night that we were on, uh, we used to average about 15 calls a show. So we had a two-hour show, 15 calls a show. It wasn't too bad, seven and a half calls an hour. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Uh, it was, it was, it was a good response. And so we had 15, 15, sometimes 20 calls a show, depending on the show, depending on what we were talking about. And we were very happy with our 15 to 20 calls in the two hours. We got to say what we wanted to say. The callers got to respond and, and react to what we were saying. It was, it was really a, a fun experience. And one day we, we sat down after, after one night, we were on every night. So we sat down and we, we discussed it and we said, Hey, listen, um, We're always focusing on the negative, we're never focusing on the positive. So why don't we take a show and focus just on positive news? And we decided, okay, this is what we're going to do, the next show, the next night, we're going to focus just on the positive and forget about the negative. So we went and we researched only positive news stories, and we we figured out a positive spin on every news story that we found. And we said, these are the stories we are going to cover. And we, went, we started covering the positive news stories. And we did story number one, and two, we had like 20 of them. And he did a story, I did a story, we discussed it a little bit. We asked people to call in, we gave out the phone number, we asked people to call in. We got zero calls. Zero calls. And we started wondering, well, what's going on? Usually we get 15, 20 calls a show now we got zero calls. What's happening? Why didn't people call in? So we figured, maybe it's tonight. Sometimes, you know, Monday nights were very busy, but Tuesdays and Wednesdays were a little slower. So this was a Wednesday night. Maybe it was a little slow. we try again on Thursday, which was normally a busy night. So after the show, we had a little after-show meeting, and we decided that, all right, what we are going to do is, uh, the next night, we're going to do good news stories again. Because let's let's do a feel-good uh, feel end of the week. Heading into the weekend, we'll do a feel-good end of the week. So we got on the next night. And we said, listen, uh, I know we did this last night. We're going to do it again tonight. Uh, We're going to do only feel-good stories. We're only going to do happy stories, good news stories. And, you know, we're going to open it up even farther. We're going to offer you the opportunity to share your good news with the world. So feel free to call the show, we said, and uh, share good news. You have a mazel tov. You have uh, have something you want to say that... um, that, that is good news. Share it with everyone. If you have a good news story that we didn't cover, share it with everyone. Call us up. Call us up. And we gave out the phone numbers. And we went through our, uh, our good news list. We had another 12 or 13 stories of our good news list. And nobody called in. I said, wow, this is so strange. It was awfully weird. Uh, you know, when we're doing the, since we moved the show onto the internet, we don't get as many calls as we used to get. We have a lot of listeners, but they don't. You don't tend to call in. I, I get a lot of messages, of Facebook messages and uh, and, and emails, but I, I don't get a lot of um, phone calls. But when we're on the AM, we, we got a lot of phone calls. And for two days, we got no calls at all. We're doing good news stories. We got no calls at all. So we met after the Thursday show. We didn't have a show on Friday. Naturally, it was Shabbos. We we didn't have a show on Shabbos. Uh, so on Thursday night, we, I, we, we, uh, we finished a show and I, I sat and I looked at Rabbi Mann and I said to him, listen, uh, do you want to do this again on Sunday? (laughs) And he said to me, he said to me, no, 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 let's, let's go back to our normal format. He says, I'm curious. And this is what he told me. I'm curious as to how many people will call in on Sunday when we do negative stories. I said, All right, let's give it a shot. What do we have to lose? We'll go back to our original format. We'll we'll look at a story, and we'll try to find the negative aspect of the story and try to make a big news story, a big deal out of a news story. Uh, I I got no problems with that. Let's do this. And that's what we did. On the third day, we went and we we started with negative news stories. And um, the phones were ringing off the hook. And at the end of the show, I looked at Rabbi Man, and he looked at me, and he says, wow, it's unbelievable. When you talk about good stuff, nobody wants to take part in it. Nobody wants to talk about good stuff. But when you talk about something negative, people are the first ones to jump in. He said, this is why society is falling apart. This is why nobody could get along. And it was it was really a uh, it was a lesson in, in human sociology. And you wonder why the news always delivers bad news, never delivers good news. Because when it's good news, people just don't care. And to me, that's very sad. Uh, it makes me it makes it makes me it bothers me a lot when I hear when when I see stuff like that when I uh, when when I when I try to when I try to give a positive spin on something. And then, uh, and then uh, I don't know. So strange. I uh, I find I find it absolutely absolutely strange that people focus on the negative and don't focus on the positive. And like I said, I'm I'm as guilty as this as anyone else. Uh, when I do these shows, um, and I've done a lot of them over the years, it's almost it's almost thirty years of shows. Uh, when I when I do these shows. I try, and I try really hard to not get too negative because I don't want I don't, I to don't upset myself and I don't want to upset you. And, um, but, but sometimes it's hard to do that. Like when I hear about people you know, defying the government and running out to do whatever they're doing, 90-year-old people after they're told that this is a dangerous situation, running out and doing what they're, what they're doing, it bothers me. And it bothers me a lot. It bothers me a lot because, um, because I don't like seeing people put their lives in danger. And if this, if this person called in, they would say to me, Howie, why are you talking about this? What are you, crazy? I can live my life the way I want to live my life. You have no right to tell me how to live. And you're right, I don't. I have no right to criticize people. I don't, I don't. I'm not, I'm not judge, I'm not God. I, I, I have no right to judge people. But when you're putting your life in danger, it's my duty to point it out to you, to say, hey, listen, maybe you should be careful. If I didn't do that, I'd be responsible for making you as sick as you're going to get if you contract the disease. If I didn't warn you, maybe you don't know. Maybe you don't read the news. I don't know. So if I don't warn you, maybe maybe there's a chance of you getting sick. And if there's a chance of you getting sick, then, I don't know, Maybe maybe I'd feel a little guilty that I didn't warn you. And I'm trying not to feel guilty. I care about people. As uncaring as I come across sometimes. I, I actually care about people and I want people to be healthy and I want people to be to be fine. I don't want to see people dying because of this disease or any other disease. So this is it. So this is why I uh this is why I keep coming on, this is why I keep begging people to listen to what the authorities are telling you. Don't freak out, don't overbuy, don't don't do these stupid things. Be normal live a normal life take it seriously and you'll be okay i mean i can't i can't offer more than that it's it's scary i know i know it's scary i I understand that but scary doesn't mean you have to kill yourself that's all i'm saying i'm howie silberger this has been the Howie Silver Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to go now. We, I don't know. We'll see. We'll maybe I'm back on tomorrow. We'll see. Uh, until then, until the next time we're on, I wish you uh, safety. I, I hope that you are going to listen uh, to what the authorities tell you and that you are going to stay safe and you're going to keep the people around you safe. I urge you and I beg you to, to follow the instructions of the authorities as much as possible. And to please keep healthy and to not put other people in danger because you're selfish. Don't be selfish. Don't put other people in danger. And, uh, and, and please, do what you can to help out. If you're healthy enough to help out and you can run out and help people, do it. Do as much as you can. Because uh, without, you know, we're all in this together. That's, 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 that's what it comes down to. We're all in this together. So do what you can. And uh, and I'll be back. Uh, I promise you, I'll be back. Um, when there's something more to talk about, I will be back. And I'm sure there'll be more to talk about tomorrow and over the weekend. And I'll be back as, uh, as often as I have to be. Right here on the True Talk Radio Network. Thank you so much for uh, joining me. I'll see you next time.
1: Feeling that is coming through real strong It's the start of something big We can't be wrong it.